We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. Candidates get defined by funny things. And for some reason, people have a lot of questions about Ron DeSantis's cowboy pants. <laughs> you keep saying you got something for me. <laughs> nice boots, Ron. Something you call love, but confess. Look at this guy. You've been a messin' where you shouldn't have been a messin'. And now someone else is Good morning, everyone. It's hump day. These boots are made for walking. <laughs> and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. The top of the boot literally almost touches the bottom about three inches <laughs> in. Like, that's just weird, yeah. folks. Something ain't right. Something ain't right with these boots. Who walks like that? When you ought to not bet. You keep saying when you ought to be a champion. Now what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. In your boots, you have heels. <laughs> no, no, that's yeah, what they're no, trying. Those are just standard off the rack, um, Lucchese, um, with I, lifts in them. How tall are you, Governor? How tall? Five eleven. Five eleven. Okay. You keep Why playing. Why don't you wear tennis shoes? <laughs> uh, I do wear tennis shoes when I work out. And you keep thinking that you'll never get burned. This guy don't work out. I just found me a brand new box of matches, yeah. And what he knows, you ain't had time to learn. Whose idea was it with the with the, for the lips? These boots are made for walking. Whose idea was and it? And that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna <laughs> walk all over you. Did he have to learn? Had a walk Are you on. ready, Boots? Start walking. Oh, man. 
This is horrible. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. MAGA hump day. Rainy and crappy and cold where I am on frigid Long Island today. Yes, we should get some uh, Ron Bootgate emojis going. Work on that AP unfiltered. We definitely need some. And I, oh my God, Pusha. Yeah, Pusha's idea. Christina Pusha's. I bet it. I bet it was. I just, yeah, she looks like she has um, ass cheeks sewn on her face. That's how, that's how the Botox just did not go right. I can't see anything that she posts anymore because she blocked me. You know, the rapid response director of the DeSantis campaign. She rapidly blocks everybody who challenges her. You're probably right. Cause I just, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think it was his idea for the lifts, but what a spineless idiot to, to actually go along with it. Who walks like that in boots? It, it, it's I've never worn cowboy boots in my life. All right. But I know people that have, and I've asked them, do they make you walk differently? And they're like, no, I know someone who wears them every day. Scott Pressler. You know, the tall, long-haired, homosexual that gets all these people uh, registered. I don't know why I had to point that he's a homosexual. I, I don't know why I had to do that. Sorry, Scott. Yeah, we follow each other. It is what it is. But he should be RNC chair, by the way. He wears cowboy boots everywhere he goes. And he doesn't walk weird. So many people I know that wear cowboy boots, they don't walk weird. Yeah, we need boots. Boots emojis for the chat. Bootgate, hashtag Bootgate. It has been trending. It has become a trend. And I'm going to say, I believe all of the credit goes to the entire Dilly Meme team. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are claiming credit for, you know, just the bigger influencers, you know, the Benny Johnsons, the DC Dranos, all of them, like, oh, you know, the boots. And, you know, we started talking about the boots. And uh, what is it? Fleckus Talks and all that. It's all bullshit. We know where the boots came from originally. And everybody wants to grift off something that's trending. It's nice that they're sharing it, but don't grift on it like you, you made it, it seem like you came up with it. I didn't pay attention to the guy's boots until one of the Dilly memes came out. And I was like, holy shit. It's true. The guy, I'm, you know, when you wear a shoe, and especially a boot, if it's not fitting right, it's going to crease weird in the front. And all of his crease weird. It's, it's just wild. Oh, look, we got Hog in the chat. We got C3P memes in the chat. <clears throat> we got a bunch of people. Yeah, we all know where it came from. Exactly. C3, P memes. Some of my favorite memes for, come from that guy. Uh, so yeah, the whole boot gate thing, it's wild. What's really wild is how like the Christina Pashas and, and Max Nordo or Brian Griffin, a.k.a. Brian Griffin, and all these DeSantards are now uh, John Cardildo. I don't even know half their names. They're all, all these assholes. They're all like, oh, you know, all the, all the Trump influencers are, are worried about talking about Ron's feet 
And Ron DeSantis is over here talking about saving the country. No, he's not. He's Ron DeSantis has been he for he doesn't have an original idea in his fucking brain. Everything is a Trump either policy or talking point that he's you know tried to just word salad around a little bit so it sounds original. The guy's a fucking loser. But Ohio and New Hampshire, I mean Iowa, Iowa and New Hampshire, they're they're going to be the victories, and and people are going to see. No, it's not. No, it's not. Just stop. <laughs> it's uh, his. No, his foot does not roll naturally. When you that video, when he's walking across the stage, he looks like he's struggling. So it's it's funny because was it yesterday or no, the day before? My daughter, my eleven year old daughter, was wearing my wife's high heels, and she was literally and wore high heels before, and she's walking across. The living room with these things on, struggling, and I'm looking. I look at my wife, and I go, it "Looks like Ron DeSantis in his cowboy boots." They were walking just about the same, like he was walking across that stage. It's it's very weird, and you can tell just by the way he walks. He's thinking in his head, like, "Oh, these boots are uncomfortable. These boots are uncomfortable. Why are you doing this?" I don't know how tall the guy is in real life. I've never been anywhere near him. Um, I. I don't, I don't. Is he five eleven? Is he? I'm short. I'm. I'm. I'm not one to talk about short people. I mean, if I was running for president, the Dilly Meme team would have a bowl with me. I'm five five. All right. I'm. I'm fucking short. <laughs> but I wouldn't put lifts in my shoes to make myself look taller. Like this is me. I, this is who I am. Like I don't know what the big deal is. But he's. I would imagine if he didn't have the lifts in his boots, maybe he just he wouldn't get the beating like he was. He's getting for. I don't know. It's the guy's a disaster. He's so fucking clunky. He's a little so. All right, so Rocket, you met DeSantis before the boots, and he's a little dude. When you say little, like how how tall would you think he is? Is he five six? I'm sure he's taller than me. You know, I'm sure he's taller than me. We did the math yesterday. I gotta. I I don't know if I'll be able to find it during the show. We want to talk about height. I took a picture over, was it last summer or the summer before? Now, not this past summer, the summer before. It's myself, Scott Pressler, and George Santos. And I'm standing in between the two of them. It was when George Santos was running for Congress. So it was, it was two summers ago. And Scott Pressler, we were at an event. And I, they, I mean, they're, they're tall because I actually sent the picture to, to Scott Pressler. I was like, oh, here, look what I found. And I'm like, I'm really short. And he goes, no, I'm really tall. All right, well, thanks for making me feel good. I have to find it. I'm a solid legal midget, at least four foot five. What is, it, what is midget status? 4'11"? I don't, I don't know what the height is. He is weird. But the best part is, is that this is now becoming just like a national story everywhere. People are actually reporting about Ron DeSantis and his boots and his height. And his awkwardness. It, I've never seen anyone running for president with something so embarrassing in my lifetime. Maybe I'm missing something that, that, that someone else has been really embarrassed about, that, you know, has been shamed about. But th- this, is, this is off the charts. This is wild. Where bootmakers, 4'11", Scott is tall. Scott is really tall. Scott Pressler. 411 is the is the cutoff for a legal midget. All right, I'm not a legal midget. I'm happy about that. Thank God gave me that. 
bootmakers tell Politico Ron DeSantis likely wears lifts in cowboy boots. Fucking bootmakers. Who decide? I think this is great. Who decides you're sitting, you're like, you got your news desk and, and you got all your reporters. All right, who's doing the story on Ron DeSantis' cowboy boots? You have to go and interview boot makers to see if it's if it really looks like he puts lifts in his cowboy boots. <laughs> Three professional boot makers. This <laughs> is unbelievable. Bootgate told Political Magazine. They believe Ron DeSantis is likely wearing lifts in his boots following his viral interview with podcaster Patrick Bet David, who I, you know, you want to talk about trolling. That has to be the most, that's, I'm going to say in-person troll for, for Ron DeSantis, probably the best. And, and he didn't even know what was hitting him. And I didn't, again, I didn't watch the whole interview and I didn't see what happened after he said, I can't, I can't accept gifts. I can't accept those, which is bullshit because the guy accepted a golf simulators, private jet uh, use, and all kinds of shit. So you know he was just embarrassed, and, and he felt like an asshole. So, again, Patrick Pet David brought up the allegations that he has heels inside of them. We're going to find out one way or another. <clears throat> no, Alan. You are not technically a protected class. All right, I don't want to be in the protected class. When PBD brought out the shoes, yeah, I, I almost fell out of my chair too. They Boots have a higher heel to begin with, but I saw his lifts have lifts. It's just the way his foot, I, I don't know, the way the creases are, there's something with that boot where his foot is not sitting in it uh, correctly. In the article published Tuesday, Political Magazine's Derek Guy noted that three bootmakers, including Zephon Parker, who owns the Houston, Texas-based Parker Boot Company, said the DeSantis boots are altered to accommodate lifts. So now, now are we gonna are we gonna say that three different bootmakers are lying? Is that is 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 DeSantis camp going to say that that they're they're getting paid off by that that retard Re, Richard Reboy, whatever the hell his name is? Um, saying all well, you know, all this dark money that's paying all these Trump influencers. I don't know. We have some members of the Dilly Meme team in in the chat. Are you guys making millions of dollars talking shit about Ron DeSantis? Laura Loomer's wondering where her money is, but I sure haven't gotten a check. I don't, I don't think anyone's re- gotten checks. Say, hey, do do us a favor and talk shit about Ron DeSantis. Where we know for a fact there are grifters on the DeSantis side that are getting paid by PACs, never back down. That's maybe that's why they're running out of money for their failed attempt at paying people to troll and talk shit about Donald Trump. Oh, yet yesterday, last night I saw something talking about, oh, I feel bad for Donald Trump and having to wear diapers. They just they don't even know what to do anymore. They're in such fucking panic. The deep shoe. The deep boot is after him. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, his feet are at the top of the boot now. And honestly, if anyone should be getting paid for all this shit, it's you fucking dilly meme guys. The dilly meme brokers should be getting paid huge money just for the production services alone. I mean, I, I, I don't even... That, that material is priceless to a campaign. I'll tell you this. If I ever run for public office, I'm taking all my money and just giving it to the Dilly Meme team and saying, get me elected. Yeah, just take it. Just take it all. 
<laughs> I, if I ever run for office, which is probably not likely, but if I do, that that's going to be my whole campaign team. I'm not even bothering with anybody else. I'm not hiring a consultant. I'm just making a phone call. Dilly meme team, hit, take all my money, get me elected. Uh, let me know when I have to show up to vote. <laughs> he thinks he's on stilts. Oh, that's fucking great. <clears throat> All right, it goes into saying, I've dealt with these politicians many times, Parker told the outlet. I've helped them with their lifts. DeSantis is wearing lifts. There is no doubt this fucking bootmaker helps politicians look taller. I would never do that. I might, maybe I'd be the shortest person that ever runs for office. I, and I would be like, I, yeah, I'm short. I don't wear lifts. It's stupid. It's fake and gay. <sighs> You're absolutely right. Dilly meme team, given the political world things to talk about. The Dilly meme team literally changes how people might announce when they're running for things. I, you know, I've heard that story a couple times where there were actual candidates saying, <clears throat> I'm not going to announce yet because of all the, the uh, hot topics going on in the meme world. I was having that conversation with Roan uh, from Steak for Breakfast back over the summer. And I forget who the hell we were talking about uh, when, they, when they were going to announce their candidacy for president. Oh, I mean, it might have been Ron DeSantis before he officially announced where there was something going on with him. And it was said by somebody in the in Trump world who had had information that Ron DeSantis hadn't anna isn't announcing yet. Uh, one of the big reasons is how the meme team is shaping the uh, the political atmosphere at the time. But did you see the video of him getting? <clears throat> yeah. Hold on, I'm, I'm lost in the chat. I was just seeing something. Oh, there you go. All right. I don't know why my chat just like bounced. It was weird. And Jason Miller's tweet. Three expert shoemakers say Ron DeSantis is probably wearing height boosters. Gee, I, how uncomfortable is that? How uncomfortable. Lifts paired with the traditional cowboy boots, which tend to have higher heels, can essentially turn them into five-inch stilettos. Jesus Christ. Ron DeSantis, the meatball on five-inch stilettos. Parker said, nothing that in instances where lifts are used, the heels of the boots are often shortened as the combination is too much for the common man, the common meatball. So on a ready-made boot, they'll cut down the heel about a half an inch to accommodate the lifts, which look to be what happened here, he said. You have a professional boot maker. That's literally a specialist. Like if you were in court and you needed a forensic pathologist to give you, you know, expert testimony, it's the same fucking thing. You have a boot maker. Then they went to three boot makers. Two other shoemakers weighed in. London-based shoemaker Nicholas Templeman told the publication that DeSantis's boots have an uncharacteristic crease high up on the decorative weaker parts, indicating a lift on the interior. He's like a horse getting reshoed. This is gold. Austin, Texas-based bootmaker Graham Ebner made a similar point to Politico, saying that he thinks DeSantis's feet are perched on lifts based on photos he has seen. So basically like sitting in there like a high heel. Wow. 
the DeSantis campaign slammed Politico while responding to its comment request, calling the article a hit piece. <laughs> a hit piece on DeSantis's boots. Considering the fact that Politico magazine admittedly spent money to consult boot experts to run this hit piece on DeSantis, tells you all you need to know about their journalisming. The governor d- doesn't pad his boots, but if he ever needed anything to line a pet cage or fold up the wedge under a table leg, that would be the highest and best use for Politico magazine. I can agree with half of that. I mean, Politico, but I think it's great that they actually went to bootmakers. Here, here, look at this. Just look, look at this. Look at that walk. It's just weird. Why does he have to lift his foot up so much? <laughs> it's weird. Oh, we just It's that's weird. That's weird. I I don't it, It's not normal. It's not. It literally yeah. And everybody, listen. It's like everyone he meets, this guy's going to shake his hand and he can't even make eye contact with him because he's looking at his ridiculous boots and the way he walks. First of all, you're from Florida. You're the governor of Florida. Why are you wearing your cowboy boots with suit pants? And, and is that, I'm not, I don't, anybody from Florida, is that a thing? Are cowboy boots a thing in Florida? I thought that would be like a, a, a Texas, a New Mexico, a, uh, Arizona, Tennessee, Kentucky, shit-kicking states. And I'm not making fun of them at all, but somewhere where, you know, you have cowboys. Yeah. I don't know. Are boots a thing in Florida? I don't think so. I, I don't think so at all. This guy is toast. It's over. He has to give it up, go back to Florida, and attempt to piece together his failed political career. I mean, he still has quite a while to serve out as governor. Maybe he can turn it around in his state and be just the successful governor that uh, Florida needs to protect that state. Um, He is a big loser, but... It, it, it's over. Go and govern Florida, Meatball. You you have you've, you've you've shot your load, and it's it wasn't very. You shot a blank, my friend. You shot a blank. Uh, say it to say it, but I'm happy it happened the way it did, so we could really uh, expose him for what he is. They go buck fighting. You're in Florida. You've been there 20 years. You've never seen people walking around in cowboy boots. Like, it's not a thing in Florida. I'd imagine it's, you know, your feet would sweat like crazy in cowboy boots in Florida. Like, why? If you're in a suit, it's hot enough in Florida. Why would you not want to wear some sort of at least not so hot, uh, calf high Boot, you know, why would you not want to wear a shoe that maybe your your feet air out a little bit? I mean, you're in the Florida heat. 
Florida is the flip-flop state. Can I tell you, I would even give more credit to this guy as governor if he, like, rocked a suit and cool flip-flops. Like, I'd say he looked ridiculous, but I'd have more respect for him than these stupid cowboy boots with lifts in it. When did the lifts start? Has he worn them while he served as governor? Or is it just, hey, I'm running for president, and my campaign, Christina Pouchon, everybody told me I have to look taller, so I have to get other boots with lifts put in them. Yeah, that's stupid. Hey, good morning, Starwalker. Nice caliber. Oh, I didn't see your job's dead. There you are. Anyway, DeSantis, Bootgate. It's not going away. Bootgate is not going away. End of story. Full stop. It is what it is. If you have not hit the thumbs up button yet, you should. You should hit the thumbs up. You should hit the follow on Rumble. You should share this video on your social medias or you're a fed. There's no way around it. All right, what else we got? What else? So we got some World War Three watch, some more World War Three bullshit. Although, you know, it's not officially World War Three. Could you imagine if you wore pl- flip-flops with platforms on it? Platform flip-flops. Oh, my God. They reconnected his boots into the simulation. (laughs) That's all he's been getting is bad advice. Are you kidding? All he's been getting is bad advice. Like the bad advice Biden has with, you know, wanting to give everybody money and propelling us into World War III. Speaking of World War III, listen, again, I don't really give a shit who's bombing each other. I don't care. You know. But we're just going to keep sending resources and military, and it's only a matter of time before we have boots on the ground fighting in fucking Gaza or somewhere else in the Middle East. You know, it's we are just they're they're seething at and and hoping that they have access to Americans to kill them. That's all these fucking sickos want. World War Three. Watch Yemen's. Hootie officially, is that how you say Hootie? Like Hootie and the blowjobs? That's what I'm calling them. Hoofy? Is the H silent? How about Yemen's goat fuckers officially declares war on Israel, launches large-scale ballistic and drone strikes? Well, it sucks, but again, Israel is capable of doing what needs to be done to defend themselves. And to um, kill the uh, goat fornicators, we should not be, I could say it till we're blue in the face, but we're going to be. It's just, it's going to be wild to see what prices are like to heat your homes going through this winter. In, in For people in those states that, you know, are heating their home with oil and propane and and things like that yeah in an alarming event the iranian vassal state of yemen run by tehran's Houthi proxy group has officially declared war on israel all done and backed through iran iranian-backed terrorists Houthi currently controls the country's capital sana and all of the former north yemen except eastern Marib Governorate. Brigadier General Yaha Suri, 
goat fucker extraordinaire, the spokesperson for the Yemeni Armed Forces and also the spokesperson for Iranian-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen announced they have launched a massive military strike against Israeli targets in the occupied territories. Again, these people would not like nothing more than to kill American soldiers. Nothing more. Nothing more. Exactly. Israel should just unleash their complete air force and do whatever is need to be done in their eyes to defend themselves. It is what it is. We should not be doing it. We should not be sending in F-35s and F-16s and carrier groups and destroyers and amphibious task forces and submarines and, and, and troops and money. But we are. We are. They're, they do have some of the best fighters in the world. Israel is rated, I think, 18th strongest military in the world. And it, it may even be higher on the scale than that. They have some pretty crazy technology. In response to the missile strikes, the IDF, Israel Defense Forces, have been on high alert. They reported the successful interception of a surface-to-surface missile in the vicinity of the Red Sea. So here you go. You have... You know, wait until Iran is directly involved. I mean, they are, by, but by proxy, are they going to be, all right, Iran's involved. I mean, they, they've made threats. The Iranian prime minister made a threat to America on U.S. soil at the U.N. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I really feel about the U.N. and what should happen to that structure. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But I think you know what I'm thinking. The Israeli Air Force intercepted a surface-to-surface missile in the area of the Red Sea. This is the first operational interception by the Arrow Aerial Defense System since the beginning of the war. An additional aerial threat was successfully intercepted by IAF fighter jets in the area this morning. No infiltrations into Israel territory were identified. Again. All right. It's just, it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going until we are on the ground. And this is going to be the never-ending Middle Eastern war for the United States that will just cripple us financially, economically, whatever word you want to use. Additionally, there are reports suggesting that the Iranian-backed Houthis have previously launched a missile directed at Israel approximately 10 days ago. The missile was intercepted by the American military. That was, I believe that was the the missile that came from Yemen to towards Israel and the USS Kearney, a destroyer, intercepted it and took it out. So our destroyers are intercepting missiles. Our fighter jets are doing airstrikes in Syria. I agree with it. I agree with it. I I bring out the Jewish space lasers. (laughs) Oh my God. The Jews have space lasers. The goat fuckers have hypersonics. What do we have? We have the furry force with leather dog mask wearing generals. I'm telling you, we get all the furries. We get all the transgenders, illegal aliens, and we put them all in uniforms, and we have General Lady G, Lindsey Graham, just leading the charge, and we just send them in, and we hope for the best. (laughs) 
I'd like to see how that ends. Oh, breaking. Here you go. Yemeni Armed Forces Brigadier General declared that this country officially declares war in Israel. Oh, this is a tweet from I mean, therefore I am. I have not seen this. Let's check it out. Oh, let's not. Let's <laughs> not. I did not realize he was just going to be screaming in goat fuckery. I don't care about his subtitles and his. We know what's going on. I'm done with that. Oh, here is the statement from the Yemeni Armed Forces. The Yemeni Armed Forces confirmed that this is the third operation in support of our oppressed brothers in Palestine and that the armed forces will continue to carry out more qualitative missile and drone attacks until Israel ceases its aggression. We And that's not even true. They want to do it until Israel ceases to exist. I mean, let's just be real. Just say what it is, people. We affirm that our Yemeni people's attitude on the Palestinian issue is firm and ethical and that the Palestinian people have the full right to self-defense and legitimate rights. The Zionist enemy entities ongoing execution of crimes and killings against the people of Gaza Strip and all of the occupied Palestine destabilizes the region and extends the circle of conflict. The victory comes only from Allah through bombs and goats. Just stop. Just stop already. This is what they want. And then, of course... You know, every action, we are just reactive. And, and so this is just, we've sent, I think, 2,000 troops over there. They were, they were um, ready for deployment, and then they deployed. They're not in Israel. They're in the Middle Eastern area. They're in, they're in the Middle Eastern area. And mobile camel scud launcher. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um. Pentagon sends 300 more troops to the Middle East as attacks on U.S. bases continue. I think that yesterday they attacked like four of our bases under like the Syria region, and we have 2,000 troops either there or on the way there, another 300. Not to mention, we have over, we have well over 20, if not closer to 30,000 troops in the region because of this. The strike carrier groups, the amphibious task force, the fighter jets, the boots on the ground in Middle Eastern region, wherever they are. Don't know exactly. Syria, maybe. I don't know. And, yeah, you know, we got a lot going on there. We got a lot going on there. Oh, I'll look at it. AP Unfiltered. I'll have it set up for tomorrow. Ron Boots in Emojicon. Is in the disc or in, in the Discord. All right, I'll look at it. The Pentagon on Tuesday announced it was deploying an additional 300 troops to the Middle East region amid an increased number of attacks against U.S. bases in the beginning of a new war between Israel and Hamas and America, apparently, because you know we're we're like balls deep in this without saying we're balls deep in this. I can announce the decision to deploy an additional 300 troops to the U.S. Central Command region from home stations in the continental United States, Pentagon Press Secretary Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder said at, the, at a briefing. Ryder said the troops will not be deployed to Israel and are intended to support regional deterrence efforts and further bolster U.S. force protection capabilities. Listen, there is no deterrent. These people who, again, are willing to die for their sick religious ideologies are not deterred because there's American artillery and troops 
and equipment and aircraft carriers and fighter jets in the area. No. They look at it as, wow, are we going to finally have a chance to kill Americans? It's been a long time, and we really want to kill American service members. That's all they look at it as. Prove me wrong. That's all they care about. They want us involved because they want to take American lives. That's what they want. These additional troops will provide capabilities and explosive ordnance disposal, communications and other support enablers for forces already in the region, he said, referring to U.S. troops already deployed to the Middle East. The 300 new troops add to the 900 the Pentagon announced would deploy last Thursday. Okay, so 900? Is it, maybe this is all of, of earmarked of that 2,000 troops? I don't know. It, it's just it's too many. It, it, it's, it's just way too many. Those 900 forces included a thermal high-altitude area defense, bad battery from Fort Bliss, Texas, Patriot batteries from Fort Sill, Oklahoma, Patriot and Avenger batteries from Fort Liberty, North Carolina, and associated air defense headquarters elements from Fort Bliss and Fort Cavazos, Texas. Ryder said those forces were not deploying to Israel either and also intended to support regional deterrence efforts and further bolster U.S force protection capabilities. There have been a total of 27 attacks against U.S. bases in Iraq and Syria since October 17th by Iranian-backed proxy forces. At least 21 U.S. troops sustained minor injuries in those attacks. Again, this is after we release on free $6 billion of their money uh, on uh, September 11th. So uh, we're not in this to win this. Let's be clear about that. For anybody, we're in this to feed the Uniparty through the military-industrial complex and campaign contributions and special interest groups and PACs and money, 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 money for all of these sick fucking warmongers. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. And while that's happening, and they can place money and, and resources there— you know, Joey Biden wants to give $60 billion more to Ukraine, but everybody's against having any type of accountability of the money that's already been sent to Ukraine and any further money that stupidly we may send to Ukraine. If your representative is voting to fund Ukraine, then you need to rally and primary that motherfucker, especially Ukraine. And I sa- I'll say it again. It is inevitable you're never going to stop funding to Israel. They get $3.6 billion on auto pay there. And even though they're not asking for money, I'll give it to Israel. They are not asking us for funding as of yet that I've heard, but we're earmarking, I think, $10 billion for there. But the Speaker of the House, the new Speaker, does want it separated so it could be voted on as single-issue funding bills. And because he wants to force the White House to agree and to set up an inspector general for the Ukrainian funding. They don't want to do that. They don't want any accountability for this, especially now. This story had come out uh, hold on. yesterday. High heels and dog kink aren't intimidating. But that's the other thing. We have our mainstream media, and I talked about this last week, and conservative influencers, conservative pundits, and, and just anyone who say, who's reporting on that fucking retard. When that story came out that 70% of our military is obese or overweight. 
it's such a bullshit story because again, they go by, oh, according to the BMI charts, you know, when we were all in high school and you're a certain height and a certain weight, oh, you're obese, but you're clearly not. Why are we bolstering that story? Why are we spreading that story? That's completely false. So our adversary, especially now in a time of war and conflict all over the world and possibly more to break out, why are we projecting this weakness, this falsehood of weakness about the United States military? Why are we doing that? Our recruitment is low. Uh, you know, well, maybe the story should be 70%, and that's probably a high number, but 70% of law enforcement agencies let their cops get tremendously fat and still put them out on patrol. There are very few police departments that actually make sure that their cops are in shape. And if they get too fat, they say, hey, fucko, you're getting fat. You either got to slim down, we're going to weigh you in, we're going to send you for a physical, or you go into the fat farm. Los Angeles Police Department, I think, still weighs in their cops. There are a lot of police departments that are very strict on fitness, which they should be. Not, all right, you're out of the academy. There's you're on patrol for the next 20 years and now you're the size of a fucking Volkswagen struggling to get in and out of the fucking police car and you're supposed to be saving people. Meal Team 6. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hawaii is fucked. East Palestine, Ohio is fucked. Homeless veterans are fucked. Homeless kids are fucked. But we got all this money to throw around and we're going to give it to Ukraine. And this story came out yesterday. Zelensky advisor admits government officials stealing like no tomorrow as Biden pushes for billions more to Ukraine. They've already gotten rid of a bunch of uh, Ukraine officials for embezzling and stealing. Not to mention most of the weapons that Hamas has are not weapons from Afghanistan that we left there. Again, are weapons that were intercepted like in areas in Poland that we sent that have been stolen, placed on the black market, and sold to Hamas, those U.S.-issued weapons, those M4s and everything else. It's not from Afghanistan, the shit we left. That's a whole other deal. This is from weapons we're sending to Ukraine for the Ukraine-Russian war. And now they, they keep stealing. Like, they're stealing like no tomorrow. So this is good, and we want to give them more money. Americans who are wearing their Ukraine flags on their lapel pins and flying Ukraine flags in front of their houses and don't even have any family roots from Ukraine and have their stupid fucking I support Ukraine stickers on their cars. I wish they'd all flip the fuck over on the parkways when I see them. All want to give our money away. Most of them are driving Teslas. All want to give our money away. And don't want to pay attention to all of the thievery that's going on. They're not stealing our money. They're using it to protect their democracy. Yeah. Fucking retards. A top advisor to Ukrainian president. Uh, Zelensky, the failed comedian who plays the piano with his dick, reportedly admitted that corruption is so rampant in the war-torn former Soviet state that officials are stealing like there's no tomorrow. Why wouldn't they? Answer me that. It's war. America is sending billions of dollars there. It's corrupt anyway. 
Nobody's a. There's no inspector general here from the United States. There's no accountability of where where this money's going and how it's being spent. If I'm a person in power and I have be able, without being detected, get my hands on a few million of American money, why the fuck wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? CP3 just dropped an awesome video on YouTube. He was just in the chat before. Drop the uh, drop the YouTube link, and you can you can drop the the YouTube link in the chat if you want. <clears throat> is there a show today? What did I miss? What do you mean? Is there a show today? Anyway, why wouldn't you steal money if there's no accountability and you're in a corrupt war torn nation? Can I blame these guys? No, this, 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 we know what they are. We know what they are, but we refuse to believe what they are. Most people, anyway. Speaking anonymously to Time Magazine, what is alleged to be a top presidential advisor to Zelensky said that the Ukrainian government's effort to stamp out corruption have proved fruitless given that they were implemented too late to have any impact, including the firing of Minister of Defense uh, Alexei... Reznikov. So, hold on. I want to grab that link. Give me one second. Just give me one second. I want to get back to that because I want to. I want to save it for a second. How hold am on. I going? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a minute. I'll get back to that in one second. So. We're going to give all this money and they're just going to keep stealing it. That's the bottom line. People are stealing like there's no tomorrow. The top advisor is said to have told the, the publication saying that officials do not feel any fear of engaging in corruption because the firing of Reznikov and others took over six months after Zelensky was warned that the defense military ministry was dr drowning in graft. Another advisor is reported to have told the magazine that by the time Zelensky acted, it was too late and that the corruption scandal had not only become known in Western capitals, but also among soldiers on the front line where troops reportedly began making lewd jokes about Reznikov's eggs, a reference to the ac accusation that the defense ministry had vastly overpaid for basic items such as eggs and coats for soldiers because they were changing the prices. So if eggs were really $3, they were saying, well, say it cost $10 and I'll keep $7 per sale and just embezzle the money. The report notes claims by officials that Zelensky's office has worked to stop giving the impression, at least of corruption, working under that are working under what are described as strict directives to avoid the slightest perception of self-enrichment, the slightest perception. Don't buy anything. Don't take any vacations. Just sit at your desk, be quiet, and work. Members of his staff are claimed to be just paid $1,000 per month and sleep in bunker rooms the size of prison cells. I don't buy it. Zelensky replaces defense minister amid struggling counteroffensive and growing corruption scandals. Follow the money. We need an inspector general. We need people to see where the money went, where the money's going. Not another fucking red cent until there's some tra transparency. And I, I, let me rephrase that. Not another red cent period at all under any conditions in my eyes. Ukrainian funding should end now, no matter if they want to put an inspector general ahead of it. 
And I don't think the Biden administration is willing to do that. Or they'll say they'll do it, and it'll be some fucking hack that's corrupt anyway. What's Zelensky worth these days? What are the top leader, the top leadership in Ukraine worth these days? Oh, let's fire this uh, ministry secretary or whatever <clears throat> because they were caught. How do we do it without getting caught? Yeah. It's a problem. And it's a problem for us as a country. And, and, and not for nothing, it's, it's a problem for us morally. Like, how do you feel as an American that we're just getting these corrupt, we're getting beat in the faces by giant corrupt cocks? It's like a bad porno. It's like a bad scat movie. We're getting shit on and literally getting beat by these fucks. Where we had a period of four years where we beat the corruption back and put these people in their place and saying, listen, you're not paying your fair share. You're a piece of shit. This deal sucks. We're doing this or we're not doing it all. You're not doing this or I'm going to bomb your fucking house. My button's bigger than yours. I'm going to walk into North Korea with my dick swinging because I'm fucking Donald Trump. And I'm going to save my country and I'm going to make my country better for everybody. People are going to have more money in their pockets. People are going to have more money in their bank accounts. And that's the problem. And we need more money in our bank accounts for a very, very important reason. We need more money in our bank accounts and in our checks, our paychecks, so that we can buy Patriot cigars. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. Patriot Cigars, my company, mypatriotcigars.com. Use promo code MAGA, 25% off. And if you're a big fan of The Dilly Show, I'm a proud sponsor of that show. You could also use promo code Dilly. You'll get the same 25% off. You use promo code Dilly. You could use promo code MAGA. Or if there's any other shows that you watch, they may have a promo code too. 25% off, promo code MAGA, promo code Dilly. You'll get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Let me know how you like that Mark 48 tonight, Buck fighting. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, 
and I actually I'm waiting for a delivery because I'm running dangerously low on a lot of them. I should be getting, I think it's 8,000 cigars should be coming by the end of this week. Selling cigars like crazy because of you people. I love it. I, 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 I can't, I can't even thank you guys enough, especially I'll tell you the, 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 I'll call it the Patriot space. The uh, unbelievable support as far as, you know, between the, 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 the Dilly meme team, the Dilly 300 has been a, a tr tremendous support of the cigar company recently. It's been great, but uh, just others out there and, you know, top G like Roger Stone, who loves them and promotes them anywhere he can. Actually, I'm starting um, this Sunday. Roger Stone has the Roger Stone show on WABC radio. And this Sunday starts the official sponsorship of the Roger Stone show from the Patriot Cigar Company. I'm sponsoring his show. And I'm waiting for a phone call um, from uh, Laura Loomer's um, media people to hopefully strike a deal and sponsor Laura Loomer's new show on Rumble, which is uh, getting tremendous, tremendous uh, viewership. So you, you'll, you're going to see start seeing Patriot Cigars on some um, very large platforms very, very soon. AP Unfiltered, yes, thank you. Oh, that's right. You have your own promo code. You can use promo code APU, I believe, is your promo code, right? And get 25% off. Sidewinders were Sidewinders were big, Big Mac. They um they went they were only supposed to be a limited edition, but I'm keeping them. I have a lot more coming. They're actually going to be kept on the website and they're going to be available not only in five packs, but they're also going to be available in bundles of 25 on the Sidewinders. So, at a really good price. They were they have become very popular. Anyway, enough about me and my cigars. Laura Loomer is fire. I I, I enjoy our conversations. She uh she really knows I don't agree with everything she does and, or says, and I don't have to, but she is unbelievable at exposing um, uniparty Republicans and real pieces of shit in the movement who are not true to uh, the hypocritical. There's always something. You can pretty much find it in every politician where they say one thing and then not, you know, not too long in the future, they say something else that completely is hypocritical to what they say. So which, what are you doing? Are you a flip-flop asshole or are you just a liar and you're just going with the, with the wind? What are you doing? Listen, if you have a stance and you have, you know, hardcore convictions about a topic, it's okay to feel a certain way and it's okay for people to disagree with you. It's okay for people to berate you. Don't succumb to mob pressure because you feel a certain way, and there's a lot of people that are calling you certain names for feeling that way. They should all you'd be able to just stand on your feet and say, hey, go fuck yourselves. This is how I feel. Take it or leave it. That's it. Unapologetic. Learn to be controversial. Learn to, to even if you live in a little inconvenience, whatever it is, to stand on your own feet, not in cowboy boots with lifts, and back up with how you feel. That's it, you know? Anyway, let's uh, go into a little border stuff here. We're going to do this. I have some stuff on the main shooter that nobody's talking about that's just kind of over. They tried to use it to, hey, we want your guns, and then that's it. But, of course, there's a lot behind that. But here, let's talk about the border a little bit that nobody really just wants to talk about. Here's an, exclu an exclusive to Bite Bar. Oh, I can't even talk. Hold on. Let me start over exclusive to Breitbart. A hundred Syrians, 50 Iranians cross Biden's open border in October, says source. 
These are people, I believe, who are apprehended. Just realize that these numbers are distorted. It's always going to be more because they're not going to report accurate numbers ever if it's going to look bad. But figure out how many people... They've been sending people here forever and more so since the southern border has been wide open with Joe Biden's bullshit border policies. Eagle Pass, Texas. Of course, Eagle Pass. According to a source within Border Patrol, the influx of special interest migrants, special interest aliens, across the U.S.-Mexico border continues early in the new fiscal year as nearly 100 Syrian and 50 Iranian nationals have been apprehended by the Border Patrol since the beginning of October. Apprehended. We're not even talking about gotaways. The source says the influx of Syrian and Iranian special interest aliens is concerning, considering the turmoil unfolding in the Middle East. What are they? They're not coming here because there's bombs going off in their country, because there's no bombs going off in Iran. You know, Syrian, it's, Syria, it's hit or miss, but these people are not coming here for that. They're sent here. They're sent here for evil, evil activities. Are we, are we going to keep our heads in the sand and say, no, they're just coming to seek asylum and, and enjoy a better life in the United States of America? That is all horse shit. All military-aged men, fighting-aged men, single men. What are they doing? Running around in, in America, settling in our neighborhoods, running under the radar until it's time, until they're activated until the plan comes together. And these people are so fucked that they'll wait because they'll wait for us to stop speaking about it. They'll wait for us to become complacent. They'll wait for us to be distracted by what's going on actually in the Middle East because we're involved. And then something will happen. It doesn't even have to be a big something either. It could be a couple small somethings. They may want to have it small somethings where it looks like an isolated incident where it's not complete terror yet. Just to test the waters. You know, maybe a mass shooting. America loves our mass shootings as far as sensationalizing them and bringing attention to them when it's convenient. Who knows? Or a couple car bombs in Times Square, anything. Think outside of the box, people. Keep your head on a swivel. Situational awareness. Just realize that these fucking people are in our country and they're not looking to become your friend. They're not looking to become Joe Blow peanut vendor on the corner of, uh, you know, 42nd and 3rd. All right? It's not what they're looking to do. Although they may look to do that part-time and actually have a bomb in the peanut cart. The Syrian and Iranian migrants were apprehended in multiple sectors across the southwest border during October. The latest arrest of an Iranian national by the Border Patrol occurred near Eagle Pass, Texas, on Saturday. The Iranian national was discovered within a single group of more than 300 that crossed into the small border city. A debrief of the Iranian migrant is pending as of press time, according to the source. The source says the continued encounter of Syrian and Iranian nationals is more concerning Considering the recent U.S. airstrikes against Iran-linked 
sites in Syria in response to drone and missile attacks on U.S. military bases in the region. According to the source, the arrivals of special interest migrants of the southwest border are appearing with little to no advance intelligence warning. We are receiving no advance warning of the arrival of special interest migrants from the region with any specific, yeah, with any specificity. I can't even, I can't even say that word. I'm, I'm a little retarded. We are left to sort through the grab bag of migrants in small and large groups to figure out who in the who is in the group and why they are coming. We're not going to know why they're coming. We know why they're coming. I don't know what they're expecting. They should be grabbing them all, detaining them, and deporting them immediately. Because more, more, and I, I had spoken about this a couple weeks ago. More than sixty-one thousand special interest aliens were encountered by the border patrol in fiscal year 2023, which ended on September 30th. 61,000 special interest aliens, which are from special interest countries who are terrorist sympathizers or a lot of terrorist activity goes on in that country. 61,000. Not saying that they're all terrorists. I don't know, just take take 10% of that number. 6,100 terrorist cells out of 61,000. That's a lot. That's a lot. The term significant interest alien, just so you know, is de- defined as follows. Generally, an SIA, uh, significant interest alien, is a non-U.S. person who, based on an analysis of travel patterns, potentially poses a national security risk to the United States or its interests. Often, such individuals or, or groups employ Travel patterns known to evaluated to possibly have a nexus to terrorism. The, the terrorist cells. It's basically what they're labeling them as. That's what they're labeling them as. But we're just going to keep letting them come in, and we're going to let the illegals come in, and they're destroying our cities. They're destroying our towns. So Ben um, Burkwam, he's a big border uh, reporter, uh, Real America's Voice. And he went to New York City and we just wanted to show the destructive, basically with the destructive policies of the open border uh, that, that the Biden regime has have put in place. And he, here's a, uh, a small video. Hold on a second. Let me grab it. Of what he put together in, uh, in New York City. He's in Times Square. Just to give you an idea of the proximity from the Rowe Hotel, we just walked down 46th Street from the Roosevelt Hotel. We are in Times Square right now. This is Times Square, New York City. And one block from this, actually a hotel I stayed at a few years ago, is the Rowe Hotel, 1,400 rooms now being used to house illegals. It used to be a, a hotel for people that were coming in, for tourists that were coming in. Now try and get a room in Midtown Manhattan. You can't do it. Or you're going to get it, but it's $500 a night because we're using them to house illegals. Right. One block from Times Square. That's how insane this has gotten. They're actually guaranteeing that these, this area will be tied up with illegal aliens for a minimum, minimum of three years before they dissipate out into the wilderness of the United States of America. 
between 46th and 45th Avenue on 8th Avenue. We're a block off of Times Square. Look at the beautiful buildings. Show you the top. Look, go from the top of this building. This is the Row Hotel back down to where I'm standing now. Got all these stolen scooters behind me here. This, just to give you an idea, New York is spending $9.8 million yep. a day. The, the contract on this hotel for six months is $43 million. The so really quick, I wanted to pause it. He, you heard what he said about all those stolen scooters. They keep getting these stolen scooters unregistered, or, or they're just they're grabbing them from people. They're buying them for cheap, unregistered. They don't have licenses. And these illegal aliens are using these to run around New York City, and they're working for people delivering food, making like $3,000 a month cash, $3,000 a month delivering food for area restaurants. I mean, why they're not cracking down on the area restaurants from hiring these people is beyond me. I think it's too much and they're overwhelmed with the amount of people that are doing it and are, and are there. But the amount of money that, and listen, New York City, they did this to themselves. They wanted to be a sanctuary city. They voted for this. The mayor who went to Mexico not too long ago telling people not to come and then says, but we, we're not against closing the border and then cries at news conference after news conference that illegal immigration is destroying the city. It's there already. It's being destroyed. It's destroyed. They're fucking with businesses, with people. They're, they are, it is, a, it is a shithole among the worst shitholes around. And nobody cares, but they're allowing it. They're complaining about it and they're allowing it. It's wild. Total that they're expecting to pay over 12, or excuse me, three years, three years, let me get my fingers right, three years is $12 billion in New York City for the invasion that we have on our southern borders. I mean, it's just, you talk about disaster. It's just, you, you, you wanna, I don't know if you wanna laugh or you wanna cry, but. The answer is screw you to anybody who says another dollar for this invasion. Yep. Point the camera over here. You'll see these guys uh, with the motor scooters. I was filming them yesterday. If you want to zoom in there, Dion, you can see all those guys. They kind of control this area. These are all illegals that are over here. I was filming over here yesterday. One of them came up, tried to attack me for filming. Okay, they don't want to be on camera. You're outside. Okay. So they don't want to be on camera. They want to come into our country, get the free stuff. Yep. They want to be able to do it. Demand it. Their crimes, uh, but don't want to be on camera. There it is. Couldn't speak English. From Venezuela, probably from Tren de Agua. These guys are controlling this. I went into multiple different shops right here. All of them hate what's going on over here, but they can't say anything about it. They can't say anything about it because they'll be attacked. Yep. They are letting this city and all of these big cities, whether it's BLM and all this, BLM started it. We defunded the police. The police are neutered. And now we're inviting in millions of illegal aliens from third world countries that don't give a damn about our rules, don't give a damn about our country, don't give a damn about you and your family. It's no wonder people are fleeing big cities right now. All right, so we're at the second stop in Manhattan. This is the Row Hotel. We're one block from... Times Square, right down in the middle of the theater district. This entire hotel has been taken over and now is an illegal alien shelter. The entire hotel, this massive, yep. massive hotel. There were 5,000 illegals, I believe, there. So everywhere you go, you smell weed. Well, that's always been like that, even before the illegals. They don't listen. Ecuador? Huh? Ecuador? They only know if you say Mota. 
Uh, if you want to buy weed, they'll talk to you. Otherwise, not talking. So you got hundreds of scooters. Yeah, they're all, and hundred, and they're all illegal. Every single one of them are illegal. Taking, um, up, taking up the bike racks. Where, where are the bicyclists uh, complaining about yeah, this? Exactly. The, the bicycles and the parking. Just and, and just to uh, just to have them here. With all the they food delivery things strapped to them. Destroying the city. They're taking every inch they can. And you got the drug deals going on on every corner. And so the hookers. The hookers are bad. These uh, shop owners here didn't want to go on camera because uh, for his own safety. And he said, it's nothing but crime, nothing but problems out here. How you doing, sir? All right. Are you able to talk on camera? Not really. Okay. Yeah. Off camera, what do you think about what's going on down here? Problems? Oh, yeah. Nothing but problems? Yes, yes, yes. Nothing but problems, man. Yeah. Um, took away teenagers, 16 and 13, with firearms. In the, in the hotel? Yes. So guns in, in the hotel. They're taking guns out of the hotel almost nightly. So just walking by, pissed off. So just to give you an idea, all of this, though, they said, I talked to one of the shop owners, couldn't go on camera, but he said all of these scooters are stolen. They rip the license plates off. They bring them down here, and then the cops come in once a month, round them up, take them away, and then the next day, they're stolen again. So it's just, this is, it's, this is what you're doing, Democrats. And then they fight with the cops when they try to take them. They, there was altercations. And then they arrest them, and they're out. They're out. These people, they're not keeping them in jail. They're getting arrested. They're getting sent right back out. All these scooters that are stolen, they have the, the food containers on them from the businesses. Why aren't they going after the businesses that are hiring them? Maybe that, that's what they should start doing. But again, then they, it, it's this vicious, vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. Yeah, Ben is a good dude. He's a really good reporter. This is what you're doing. A lot of border you're just stuff. inviting in illegal activity nonstop. So spoke to another shop owner, doesn't want to go on camera, but they're all pissed off. All the shop owners down here, they don't want to go on camera because they don't want to be targeted. But he says it's nothing but crime. What's ironic, too, is one of his employees was a legal immigrant, came from India, went through the process, had to go through all the paperwork, did it the legal way. And now it is all illegals committing crimes, taking your tax dollars and really just shifting the entire culture down here. And nobody can talk about it because they don't want to be targeted. Total disaster. Brought to you by Democrats, brought to you by the United Nations, brought to you by these open borders leftists, by all of these NGOs that are profiting off this whole thing. Yep. All about money. Yeah, somebody just got arrested. Normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be out. They, they, they uh, take these guys. They'll be out these quick. These guys that they're arresting, you can see they're going to Mount Sinai. So they're not going to jail. They're right. going to the hospital. Right. Because the, the criminals today are not... They're mentally unstable criminals these days. It used to be you commit a crime, you go to jail. Now you're just a victim of the system. So they stick you in a hospital bed for a few days and then throw you back out into the streets. This is it, guys. Come into a city near you so it doesn't stop on the border. It's coming to every city. New York. Every city is a border city. Every state is a border state. And if you're in a blue state in a blue city, this is this is happening in New York City. It's unbelievable. And I talk to to cops that I know that they're making gun arrests in these hotels nightly. They're arresting people. By the time they're done with the process, they're out. No bail. They're out, or they're overwhelming the city hospital system with bullshit injuries or the psych wards where they're loaded. They're overwhelmed. It, the the city is busting at the seams. And it's only a matter of time. It's going to be a very bad winter in New York City with all these illegal immigrants, just the hospitals alone.
the illegal aliens with the hospitals alone, because hospitals in New York City, I was a paramedic in New York City, and I could tell you, hospitals get very overwhelmed with just the city population in the winter. Just wait. Just wait. And then wait for the summer. Wait for then the summer to come. And you have the uh, Antifa underground, Antifa organizations that run around New York City. They're going to the hotels nightly with food and snacks, and they're recruiting. Gangs are recruiting. Um, drug dealers are recruiting. Traffickers are recruiting. They're all recruiting because they see these people wanting to make money. They're hungry for American cash. They're young men and young women. They can use them. You drive down in some of these streets in broad daylight and the hookers are out like it was Hunt Point in the Bronx back in the 90s where if you ever see that movie uh, Pimps Up, Hose Down uh, about the hookers, you'll see the, the, the footage there from Hunt Point in, uh, in, in the Bronx where all the hookers are out dressed like, like uh, barely dressed. It's 2023 and you're finding that again now with the prostitutes. Nobody's getting arrested. The cops are overwhelmed. The cops are cuffed. They can't do anything as far as uh, enforcing laws and making arrests. And it's it's really, really fucked. New York City is... Listen, the holidays are coming. I live 40 minutes from the city, and I would never, ever step foot in that place to go see the, the Christmas tree, to go see... Nope, don't. Radio City Music Hall, the Christmas show, the Rockettes. Don't come. Don't come. I'm going to do my best Kamala Harris impression. Don't come. For your own safety, don't. Do not travel to New York City. It's not what it once was. And I don't think it will be anytime soon because they're not evicting these people. These people are here to stay. New York is getting so bad that when they get bussed in from other states and they get off at the Port Authority terminal, they get out and they're like, well, they were interviewing people. Well, what are you doing? Getting out of New York. I don't know why we're here, but we're getting the hell out of here because they know already. But even at the border, even at the border, this is, this is interesting. This is from that Twitter page, and Wokeness, which is, which is great. It's uh, all these military-aged Africans that are, end up at our border. You have to ask yourself, who's paying for these people Military age Africans, the who's paying all the NGOs that are bringing them here, and who is telling them where to go because they're all pre-programmed and know when they get here and are detained by border patrol where they're going. How can you tell me that this is not a coordinated attack on America? All of this is happening at once. Everything. Look at this. How you doing? Where are you coming from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Africa? Where? From where? Haiti, uh, Modutwani, Senegal, where? Senegal. Senegal, thank you. Where are you going? Where are you going? New York, California, where? Chicago? Colorado. 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. The guy doesn't even speak English. He he didn't even he didn't repeat. 
because I was waiting for him to repeat something that the guy said, and he didn't even fucking repeat it. He said, New York, Chicago. And the guy comes out and says, Colorado. All pre-programmed. Where are you from? Where are you going, sir? New York. New York. Thank you. You, sir? Where are you going? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Where are you going? Biagrov, Estonia. Sorry. Thank you, sir. You? Where are you going? Where are you from? Where are you going? Where? Missouri. Missouri. You, sir? I'm from Senegal. And where are you going, sir? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You, sir? Senegal. Where are you going? New York. Thank you. You? Senegal. Where are you going, sir? New York. Thank you, sir. New York. I am going to Colorado. You're young. Colorado. How old are you? I am 13 años. 13 años. 13. español también. ¿De dónde eres? Senegal. Senegal. Muy bien. Te cuidas. Te portas bien. Buenas tardes. ¿Dónde vienes? Ecuador. ¿A qué estado te diriges? A Nueva Jersey. Gracias. ¿Y usted? Igual. ¿Igual qué? Igual me dijo. ¿De dónde vienes? De Ecuador. ¿A dónde vas? A Nueva Jersey. Gracias. ¿Y usted, señorita? New York. Vengo de Ecuador. ¿A dónde va? A Nueva Jersey. ¿Con quién viene? Con mi esposo, con mis dos hijos. Ok, excelente. ¿Usted con quién viene? Con mis dos hijos. ¿A dónde vas? ¿De dónde viene? De Guatemala. De Guatemala. Ajá. ¿A dónde va, señorita? Voy a Texas. Muy amable, Texas. gracias. ¿Y usted, señorita, con quién viene? De Ecuador, vengo sola. ¿Y a dónde va? A Nueva Jersey. Muy amable. New Jersey. Buenas tardes. ¿Usted dónde viene? De Ecuador. ¿A dónde vas? ¿A dónde? Nueva York. Muy amable. ¿Y usted? New York. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. ¿De dónde viene? ¿A dónde? Nueva York. Gracias. Buenas tardes. De Ecuador para Nueva York. Gracias. New York. Buenas tardes para Nueva York. Buenas tardes. Uh, ¿De dónde viene? De Ecuador. Gracias. ¿Y usted? De Ecuador. ¿A dónde vas? A Nueva York. Gracias. New York. How you doing? Where are you from? Guinea. You're from Guinea, Africa. Yeah. And where are you going? New York City. New York City. You're going to New York? It's colder than this. And you? From Guinea. You're from Africa too. Where are you going? <laughs> to New York. Thank you, sir. How you doing? Guinea. You're from Guinea? And where are you going? Uh, Thank New you, sir. New York City. How you doing? Guinea. Guinea, where are you going? Uh, Washington. Thank you, sir. Washington. Are you going to Guinea? You're from Guinea. Where are you going? New York. Thank you, sir. And you? Guinea. Where? Guinea. Guinea. And where are you going? Uh, Guinea. Guinea. Where are you going? Uh, New York. New York, New thank York. you. And you, sir? Brazil. Brazil! Bonjour! Where are you from? And where are you going? Jersey. Thank you, sir. New Jersey. Buenas tardes. ¿De dónde viene, caballero? Ecuador, Pomaski. ¿A dónde vas? A Chicago. Gracias, ¿y usted? Chicago. ¿A dónde vas? Chicago. Muy amable. ¿Y usted? Ecuador. ¿A dónde vas? Chicago. Gracias. ¿Y usted? Ecuador. ¿A dónde vas? Washington. ¿Te portas bien tú, chavalón? ¿Y usted? Ecuador. ¿A dónde vas? Florida. Gracias. Florida. Honduras. ¿A dónde vas? A Houston. ¿A Houston? ¿Y usted? Honduras. ¿A dónde? A Houston. Muy amable. Gracias. We're allowing this. We're financing this. They're all pre-programmed on where they're going. It's all set up. They're all going all over the world, all over the country. 
it, 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 can you believe it? This is one of a lot of videos I've seen like this. They all know exactly where they're going. There's billboard trucks at places at the border where, like, you know, the advertising, you can rent a truck, and they're there, and they list the sanctuary cities. These are the cities you want to go. These are the cities you can go and be accepted. Why did you come over the border? It's like a big thing. Welcome. Where do you want to go? And then we'll pay for them to get there. We'll have Border Patrol agents acting as fucking bellhops, putting their luggage or whatever the hell they're bringing, their Louis Vuitton bags, putting them in the back of Border Patrol pickups and caddying these fucking people around instead of throwing them back over the fence. This is what America has become. And then when that, when we watch that video, then we have to sit here and watch this asshole. The FBI director, Chris Ray issues warning that Hamas and terrorist organizations may conduct attacks here on our own soil. Hmm. Something he missed while targeting Trump supporters. Interesting. There's a little video of this asshole. Let's see. Oh, hold on. But as I said a few moments ago, on top of the homegrown violent extremists and domestic violent extremist threat, Trump we also supporters. cannot and do not discount the possibility that Hamas or another foreign terrorist organization may exploit the current conflict to conduct attacks here on our own soil. We have kept our sights on Hamas and have multiple ongoing investigations into individuals affiliated with that foreign terrorist organization. It's, it's amazing how he said, you know, with the homegrown terrorism, you know, the people that wear MAGA hats, you know. Well, uh, Sholtam, uh, do I send merch to England? Well, I, uh, if you talk about, if you, you're talking about merch, the only merch I have is for my cigar company. No, I don't ship overseas because I looked at the shipping prices and it's ridiculous. It's, you'd have to, I, somebody wanted a box of cigars and then somebody else just wanted literally a, a shirt and, and the, the shipping was over $70 to the UK. So no, it's, it's not worth it for any, any, for anybody sending or receiving to pay that shipping for it. So I haven't found anything uh, worth making it possible to, to ship overseas. It's uh, not yet anyway. If something comes up, then I'll, that I'll change that here. And then he talks about FBI Director Ray says Iran has made assassination attempts against high-ranking current and former U.S. government officials, including right here on American soil. Reminder, Biden has enriched the Iranian regime to the tune of $100 billion since taking office. And remember, all of the money that uh, uh, Obama put on pallets to Iran. Yeah. As the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism, the Iranians, for instance, have directly or by hiring criminals mounted assassination attempts against dissidents. Hiring criminals. What's to say any of those Africans that we just saw in the previous video that are coming here from Africa are not hired by Iranian uh, militia groups or Yemen militia groups to come here and settle down into these specific cities and to attempt either assassinations or targets on Americans? I mean, is that 
conspiratorial to say because we would probably be called conspiracy theorists for saying that by people on the left. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. They're not, they're not coming here to assassinate government officials or to attack Americans. They're coming here for a better life. Fuck you. And high-ranking current and former U.S. government officials, including right here on American soil. And along those lines, Hezbollah, Iran's primary strategic partner, has a history of seeding operatives and infrastructure, hmm. obtaining money and weapons, <laughs> spying in this country. Right? Thanks. Thanks, Joey Basements. Thanks, Obama. <clears throat> we're, and we're paying for it all. We're paying for all of this. And this isn't the first time that he warned of terror attacks on American soil recently. He was just at a police conference in California where he issued a uh, dire warning about the rise of violent extremism. But he also meant to say both domestic and international because, you know, there's us, the MAGA hat wearers. We're very dangerous. <laughs> they look at us more as, as more of a threat than those Africans sitting against the border fence, specifically programmed about where they're going, who came here illegally. These fucking people think Americans are more of a threat than these illegal aliens coming here with nefarious intentions. That is a fact. That is a fact. So... I'm going to move along because there's a couple other things I wanted to get to. I wanted to get to this main shooter. Not spend a lot of time on it. Apparently, he's dead. Found by a dumpster. Convenient. White guy. I'm surprised he didn't come out straight and say, oh, he's a MAGA supporter, is right-leaning or whatever else. Not a lot being reported on it. But something that you could guess that did is true, that we all knew and people were saying it, that Maine law enforcement received a statewide alert on veiled threats by Army Reservist Robert Card weeks prior to Bowling Alley and Bar Massacre that left 18 dead and 13 injured. I don't know if those numbers are correct. I thought it was more dead, 18, whatever it is. It's, it's a lot of people. This guy obviously was mentally ill. He was on the radar of law enforcement, firearms instructor, and... They did nothing about it. Robert Card, U.S. Army Reservist, went on a shooting spree in Maine. He killed 18 people, wounding 13. This was last week. The horrifying mass shooting occurred at two popular locations in Lewiston, Maine, a bar and grill and a bowling alley. Both places conveniently posted no firearms allowed on the premises. Maine is a constitutional carry state. A lot of people that were being interviewed were like, well, I had my firearm with my kids, and or I wish I had a firearm. What's even more alarming is that law enforcement agencies in Maine had been alerted weeks before the incident about veiled threats made by CARD. Maybe they should have figured out if this guy owned any firearms. Maybe they should have taken him into custody and spoken to him and interrogated him and figured out things made sure he did not have access to firearms, maybe arrest him for these threats if they were credible threats and could be proven. <sighs> Unfortunately, I guess there's only so much you can do about 
you know, locking somebody up unless it's you know, obviously a crime committed or, or if he's unsafe to the community and he can be uh, committed to a mental health facility, not just given medications and, you know, so he can hear the amplified voices in his head. Maine State Police were actively seeking Robert Card, identifying him as a person of interest in the mass shooting events that took place. Card is recognized as a skilled firearms instructor and is thought to be affiliated with the Army Reserve based in Saco, Maine. Law enforcement agencies have disclosed that Card had recently experienced mental health challenges, including auditory hallucinations and making threats against the National Guard base in Saco. It, all, it has also been reported that Card was admitted to a mental health institution in the summer of 2023 before being released. This is just the active shooter uh, notification. Authorities were unable to locate him. According to New Center, Maine, the uh, Sugadahawk County uh, Sheriff Joel Mary had sent deputies to, to Card's home in September after receiving a tip from the U.S. Army Reserve that Card had issued veiled threats against an Army base. Authorities were unable to locate him, and they moved on. So we can't locate him, so we'll forget it. Not actively find the guy. Maybe if the... They received the tip from the U.S. Army Reserve. Why wouldn't they have military personnel or military police investigate? Or is that... Would it, would it, I don't know anything about military and jurisdiction and things like that, but if you made a threat against a government organization or a government building, the feds are going to come after you. Why not send the FBI to grab this guy? Oh, well, <laughs> that was a stupid question. We couldn't locate him, Mary said, the sheriff, adding that he couldn't recall if there was any follow-up. Oh, I'm not sure if there was any follow-up. Why? If there was a veiled threat against a military base, if you, if you have detectives or investigators or state investigators, whoever you deter for... Uh, major crime investigations or things like that. Maybe you should give it to them so they can relentlessly hunt the guy down to speak to him. You know, it sh this should not go away. An awareness alert was then sent to all the state's law enforcement agencies. Sacco Police Chief Jack Clemens even deployed officers to patrol the local army base where Card had trained, but they also came up empty-handed and never made contact with this guy. That's the disturbing part. We added extra patrols. We did that for about two weeks. The guy never showed up, so we stopped. He's obviously a mentally challenged guy, but also has experience in military, maybe intelligence, firearms. He would know that they're going to do a patrol. It's wow. Wow. So what did this spike? Everybody, this, this prompted our government immediately to say, well, we want to take the guns. We want to ban the guns, the weapons of war, the assault rifles, the AR-15s. Americans should not have them. We want them. You shouldn't have them at all. Kamala Harris. Oh, we should do what Australia does and have a mandatory buyback because they took over a half a million weapons from their people and then shoved them all in COVID camps. They can't fight against a tyrannical government. We can. People in Maine, when this happened, who didn't own firearms, literally said CNN was going around talking to people, and they had like three people say, sure, wish we had a firearm. Now I'm going to get one. So what did that spike? Gun sales spiked 200% in Maine after tragic mass shooting. Well, I, good, good. Everyone should go out and buy a gun in Maine. Everyone should go out and buy a gun everywhere and train on it and know how to use it and defend your family. I would highly recommend an AR-15 as a home defense weapon. 
Buy them while you can. Buy two. They're great for the whole family. Literally. Just teach kids how to use them. Gun sales in Lewiston, Maine, and the surrounding area spiked over 200% after a deadly mass shooting. 18 people dead. Let's go buy guns. Everyone should have them. And I think if a state has constitutional open carry or whatever it is, constitutional carry, concealed carry, whatever it is that they allow, no business that operates in that jurisdiction of that state with that law should be allowed to ban firearms from the premises. That should be a clause in the law. You should know that opening the business. If you're going to own and operate a business, state law supersedes your corporate or business policy. You're operating in the state. You're required to have a liquor license. You're required to have a license by the Department of Health to serve food. You're required to have a retail license. You are required to abide by the constitutional carry or the carry the firearm licenses in this state by allowing people who lawfully have them to be able to be in your premise. It is a public space. AR-15s are way better to control. Handguns are not, I am not claiming to be a firearms expert. Let me make that clear. Handguns are not as accurate for home defense as an AR-15. It is, AR-15s are easier to um, handle and they're more accurate for a shooter in a, in a stressful situation, you have more accuracy with it, not with a handgun. And I would never, ever use a shotgun for home defense either. I, I, I wouldn't. Just I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of the AR-15. And the 5.56 five, round, it's not a tremendously giant round where you're not shooting through walls, killing your kids as they lay in bed. You know, you, you should have some you know, training with any firearm that you own. They have nine millimeter AR-15s. They have, they're great. I have a nine millimeter AR-15. It takes uh, Glock magazines. It's great. Anyway, two hundred percent gun sales, and businesses should not be allowed to say this is a gun-free zone. If you government buildings, they're going to do what they're going to do. Public businesses, whether they're privately owned, whatever it is, well, it's a private property. You're open to the public. You're operating in this state. You have to abide by, again, all these different licenses to conduct business. You have to abide by the constitutional carry of the state and allow people in your domain, in your business, in your premise with firearms if it's okay with the state. That's, I, that should be ironclad. <clears throat> I like I have a semi-auto semi shotguns are awesome. My Benelli M4. I love that thing. Remember that? Yeah. When Biden said just to stand on your porch and just fire off a double barrel shotgun, just shoot twice in the air, bang, bang, and go back inside. Oh, there was a song, a parody music video that I saw um, about that. It's, it, it's old when that first came out. But yeah, I like the fact that um, the gun sales are spiking. And uh, this this was the last thing. I'm not going to get to I think what I what I wanted to get to after. I'll I'll, I'll hit that tomorrow. But um, 
the new police report reveals what the voices were telling the Lewiston mass shooter. Apparently this guy got high, um, really heavy duty hearing aids for whatever it was. I believe he was half deaf or whatever the, the real story is. But new police reports obtained by the New York Post reveal Lewiston mass shooter Robert Card previously claimed he could hear voices in his head calling him a pedophile. So the voices were actually calling him a pedophile. In the same police report, it stated Card was extremely paranoid that people were casing his home just months before his deadly shooting rampage took place. According to Katie Card, who was married to Robert's brother, Robert began to hear horrible voices in his head talking about him shortly after he was fitted for high-powered hearing aids. Card continued he was picking up voices that he had never heard. On Wednesday, the Gateway Pundit reported that the uh, Sagadoc County Sheriff, Joel Mary, sent officers to Card's home back in September, again, after receiving the information from the U.S. Army about the veiled threats. Nobody was there. They gave up on it. And the main is a tweet from the New York Post. The main mass shooter, Robert Card, claimed the voices in his head were calling him a pedophile. Deranged main mass shooter Robert Card had repeatedly claimed he could hear voices in his head calling him a pedophile and was paranoid that people were casing his home. The 40-year-old gunman's family were among the first to alert authorities about the erratic behavior after he started verbally lashing out at them and once opened the door to them brandishing a gun, according to at least two county sheriff's office incident reports. Card, who according, according to his relatives, had been drinking heavily in the lead-up to last week's mass shooting in Lewiston, had become so paranoid that people were calling him a pedophile and that he talked about wanting to hire a lawyer. The Maine National Guard, too, had become so concerned about the U.S. Army Reservists that it had urged local authorities to carry out a welfare check because fellow soldiers feared Card would snap and commit a mass shooting. Wow. The claims the Gateway Pundit did not publish this item were made after it was discovered a Robert W. Card was listed on Maine's sex offender registry. However, the suspect in the mass shooting was Robert R. Card. So there was a Robert W. Card that was a sex offender, but the shooter is a Robert R. Card. And I remember seeing that when the shooting was going on and they were looking for the guy, someone had posted about, hey, look, he's a pedophile, and it was a different Robert Card. Okay, really quick. The supernova, is that the Benelli supernova? Supernova uh, Big Mac? The supernova pump? I had that at one time. <laughs> Magazine coincidence? I think not. That was a good one. <laughs> How many rounds does your magazine hold? <laughs> oh. Oh, that's great. I actually have magazines with uh, with Trump's face on it. <laughs> anyway, so a little conspiratorial for a minute. He was hearing voices that he hasn't heard in a while. Let's just get really conspiratorial, tinfoil hat on, MK Ultra shit that we know was a thing. High-powered hearing aids. He was hearing voices in his head he never heard before. He started drinking heavily. Hmm. Well, he was on law enforcement's radar. Maybe those voices he was hearing were from his handler, from the federal government, putting things in his head, giving him ideas. You're a pedophile. Oh, and other things that made him snap and go on this mass shooting. But we'll never know 
because he's dead, self-inflicted gunshot wound, still have yet to hear anything about the gun that was used in the shooting being recovered. Where is that gun? Is it being looked for? Do the feds have it? Was it laying next to him? Did he use the same gun to kill himself? Did he kill himself? We'll never know because all this this story's out. This, this story's not in cycle anymore. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody is talking about the main shooter anymore. What he was about, the voices he's hearing, the high-powered hearing aids, where's the gun, where did the gun come from, who bought it, trace the sale, what's going on, they're never going to tell us. Just like that manifesto for the tranny in, what, Tennessee that shot up the school? Where's the tranifesto? We won't know. You know, you have this whole two-tier justice system, right? Everywhere. As far as who's getting locked up for what. You had Insurrection 2.0 not too long ago at the Rotunda where all the anti-Israel Jews were in there screaming and yelling, the Capitol Police, and they were arresting some of them. None of them were charged with uh, crimes that got them thrown into the D.C. gulag that would still be sitting in there in solitary confinement because it was, you know, an insurrection. It was a interference with a official proceeding, which it was. None of them got arrested. It happened again at a Senate hearing. It, it just happened to get in a Senate hearing. Far-left anti-Israel protesters interrupt and shut down Tony Blinken's testimony in Senate appropriations hearing. No mass arrests, no transfer to the gulag, no indictments with with 1,500-plus charges. You had the Secretary of State in the room. You had senators in the room. Nothing with interfering with an official proceeding. Far-left Israel-hating protesters interrupted and shut down the Senate appropriations hearing on Tuesday. The screaming radicals demanded Blinken and the Biden regime support a ceasefire plan in Gaza. Here. Screaming. Actually, look who's at the table. Blinken and the defense secretary. Military personnel in the room. High-ranking military personnel in the room. Senators in the room. Government staff. Capitol employees. Screaming and yelling with their hands painted red. Nobody's evacuating. Nobody's running. Nobody's running under tables or in between bleachers. This is okay. It's just a protest, though. It's just a protest. It's just a protest. Screaming radicals. They're screaming, you are a terrorist. Just screaming and screaming and screaming. You heard it once. Code pink communists painted their hands red. They oppose Israel every chance they get. Oh, here they are. There you go. Look. Some of them look like grandmas, like the women walking through the the rotunda on January 6th with their red hands. Screaming and yelling. How come they weren't arrested? How come these people weren't arrested? 
this picture will be shared everywhere as some sort of brave, stoic moment for these people. Screaming. Where are the arrests? They, they interrupted. They shut it down. They interrupted an official proceeding, a Senate hearing. Where are the arrests? Why aren't these people in the D.C. gulag? Please, please tell me why. Rhetorical question. We know why. Because it's a two-tiered justice system. How about, how about this for two-tiered justice system? If if I walked into a ho- into a airport, if you walked into an airport, let's say you're wearing your MAGA hat and you get stopped and you're carrying a pound, let's say, let's go a little heavy, five pounds of cocaine, you're gonna get arrested, right? Do you think you're gonna make bail? That, that's a lot. That's a, that's felony. That's attempt to distribute and all kinds of shit, right? They're going to keep you, right? Probably. Even first offense, I mean, five pounds of cocaine. Well, it's going to be a really high bail, right? Can we agree on that? Or am I just talking out of my ass? I guess depending on where you're arrested. Look at this. Prosecutors. Man found. Black man. It should say black man because he black. Man found with 62 pounds of cocaine at Chicago airport, and he's freed until trial. We have people walking around the Capitol taking pictures with the Capitol police officers that are getting sentenced to years in prison. Not a drug on them, not a weapon on them. Let in by the police, pictures with the police, rotting in prison. 60. Yeah, a little heavy, five pounds of cocaine. Well, how about 62 pounds of cocaine? 62 pounds of cocaine at a Chicago airport. A man allegedly caught with millions of dollars worth of drugs at a Chicago airport on October 24th was let off fairly easily for the time being. That's for personal use. The suspect, Terrence Slaughter, I love his last name. It's a great last name. 55 is accused of having $3.5 million worth of cocaine in his bags at Chicago Midway International Airport. That's the man. Black. He was sent home to await trial after prosecutors didn't ask a judge to keep him in jail. If I had 62 pounds of cocaine on me, they would ask immediately to remand me. They would, or a very, very high bail. $3.5 million worth of cocaine. Wow. Personal use. (laughs) I don't like cocaine. I just like the smell of it. (laughs) However, a judge released him and said he was to remain in Illinois until he was due back in court. (laughs) Are you kidding me? The guy, that's, like, why would he stay? Why would he stay around? Terrence Slaughter, 55, arrested in Midway on October 24th, the 16th anniversary of the day a federal judge sentenced him. Oh, oh, he was, (laughs) so, wow. Wait a minute. He was arrested 
On October 24th, the 16th anniversary of the day a federal judge sentenced him to almost 16 years for stealing guns from a retired cop and intentionally selling them to gang members, according to court records. Chicago police said Slaughter gave investigators consent to search his two roller bags at mid- Midway shortly before 2 p.m. last Tuesday. Cops found 12 vacuum-sealed bags of suspected cocaine in one bag and 11 sealed bags of suspected cocaine in the other. Documents accompanying the criminal complaint said social media users who read the report were quick to offer their thoughts on the case. One person writing, perfect example of why there's so much crime. Keep criminals in jail. He he was sentenced almost 16 years for selling illegal guns he stole from a, 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 a cop and selling them to gang members. Oh, my God. Wow. One of two things is true here. He's got more money and he will disappear. He now owes someone a lot of money and will disappear. Yeah, fact. Fact. I'm feeling the safety already, another user replied. The comment referred to the Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today Act that went into effect September 18th after being signed into law by Illinois Democrat Governor J.B. Pritzker. Ha! The Safety Act, Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today Act. Oh, we can't keep this black man in jail for all this cocaine. No, we cannot let him out. Oof. Wow. That's crazy. It's so crazy. You can get released out on bail for... Asmerelda Aguilar, 24, had been arrested Sunday on four counts of aggravated battery to a peace officer after police said she used pepper spray on four Chicago officers during Mexican Independence Day festivities. However, despite her attack on the police, Aguilar was released without bail on Monday morning thanks to the Safety Act, Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today Act. I got to tell you one thing, people. The Democrats... They love their violence. Oh, you're going to dispute that? You're going to dispute that Democrats love violence and love criminals? Oh, here's a little reminder on how much they love violence. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. you got to be ready to throw a punch. You have to be ready to throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. Like I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If you were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No, I wish you were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take him out now. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Please, get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. We're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, 
make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? (laughs) (laughs) They love their violence, don't they? They love their violence. Does one of us have to come out of there alive? Take them out. Take them out. They love it. They love their criminals. They love their criminals. So actually, I brought up uh, C3P memes posted it apparently earlier. I just pulled it up. I want to check out his meme. How am I going to get out of this? Oh, my God. Think. 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 Oh, my God. Not the cowboy boots. What the hell are you doing? I'm kicking my ass, <laughs> dear <laughs> Who did this? The madman, your honor. A desperate fool at the end of his beautiful row. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy with a B. Get back here at once. Oh my god. C3P meme and Brandy with a B. Holy crap. Holy crap. That was great. That was awesome. Ron DeSantis. He's done. He's cooked. Finished. It's over. All right, everybody. I want to close out with a video. I meant to play it yesterday. Another great uh Dilly Meme team video. It's um it's really Leia, C3P memes, MAGA meme wizard, and uh, of course the great Lauren Eve memes. It uh thought it was pretty awesome. Dream a little dream. I dreamed a dream in time gone by When hope was high and life worth living I dreamed that love would never die I dreamed that God would be forgiving When I was young and unafraid, when dreams were made and used and wasted, there was no ransom to be paid, no song unsung, no wine untasted, but the tigers come at night with their voices soft as thunder as 
they tear your hope apart, as they turn your dream to shame. of the summer by my side he filled my days with endless wonder he took my childhood in his stride but he was gone when autumn came It's always great stuff. It's always great. All right, everybody. I'll uh, see you all tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. As always, MAGA Hat stays on. Have a good day.